a, a Hunger Games podcast. May the odds <laughs> forever be in your favor. <laughs> I like how in the beginning of this we were t- we were all like, oh maybe for another podcast I'd do a movie podcast, and then all we've and then done we're this whole time about is movies. <laughs> this is so nice. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Podcast. It's your favorite host with the most. Some, the bomb, the turkey tom, and with me of course is Danny Hootenanny. The one and only. And no Nick, because... He sucks. He sucks! We're just doing another AOQ episode, and we decided to do a free-for-all. Free-for-all! Baller! Baller! Trisha just whispered behind me, somebody's a bitch, and I don't know who she... I don't know what she said! (laughs) Oh, Nick is a bitch. Oh, yeah. Thank you, babe. <laughs> uh, fucking... No, like... We should get Trisha in on this. And we should do an AOQ with Trisha. We should. Um, talk about TikTok or whatever. Like... Oh, God. Like, so... Because here's the thing, and I, I totally forgot to make this announcement in the Discord, but by the time you listen to this, you'll see it. But, um... Uh, you know, we're taking a we're taking a couple weeks off, and I wanted you guys... We need a break. Yeah, we okay? need a... We need a break. We love y'all. We love y'all, but like, we're so burnt out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, calm like, down. Super fried. And you know, it just like I. But I wanted you guys to still have content. So I have. By the time you listen to this, you'll probably notice there's another episode up. That's because the this one and another one went up at the same time, and then on the second week, there will be another two for you guys. So I've loaded up. Uh, a bunch of extra episodes that I had. So some of those episodes I had recorded before a bunch of shit hit the fan, you know? Um, <laughs> and I just had them in the chamber and I just never fired them. So that's where they're from. So some of them you're going to hear, they're like a month old already. But Or one of them you're going to hear is like a month old. Another one that you're going to hear probably next week is one that I recorded last week. And I won't spoil who that is, but Anyway, mm-hmm. me and Danny are just going to, f- you know. F- we're just going to fart around. We're just going to fart around. And gossip, and, like we always do. Talk shit. Maybe we'll talk <laughs> some anime, talk, some, talk something. Anyway, <clears throat> um, I'm going to take a small break right here because i got to go to the bathroom because I forgot to poop. Oh, my God. Sorry, dude. I had to poop. Anyway. Link's not anime. Make sure you use some poop. <laughs> Did you use some poopery? Poopery. Poopery. To make your, your toilet smell. We should see if uh, they will sponsor us. Poopery. Squatty potty. Do we should see if squatty potty? potty will sponsor us. Squatty potty is the best. Um, link- I have one. <laughs> Links.animesummit.net <laughs> and uh, patreon.com slash animesummit. Um, and I want to give a shout out. So on the on the on the Crunchyroll episode, you heard me shout out Patron Patrick. I'm gonna shout them out again because I, I did it kind of quick. That they go by Mega Fringe on Patreon. So thank you. Also shout thank out. Thank you so much. Also shout out to Ro- Robot 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 Robert Robert Robert. You ever just roll your R's just super hard? <clears throat> Robot. <laughs> and then also, um, hold on, there was another one. There was another. 
I'm pretty sure. There was Mega Fringe, Robot, Robot, and and Loris, <laughs> Loris. So thank you. I forgot to shout out Loris, um, on the Patreon app. But yeah, anyway, Mega Fringe, Loris, and Robot, Robot, Robot. <laughs> That was, like, I'm Hispanic, right? But that was always hard for me to roll my R's in the beginning. It was like... Robot. But then you, if you start doing it real loud, then it, it helps. It's like... <laughs> Just kind of yell a little bit. Rojo. <laughs> 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 um, but, yeah. I... So, like, here's the problem, right? And I'll just explain this a little bit because this is probably going to be the first AOQ up you listen to, you guys listen to. It's an, it's not that we need a break because like anything crazy is going on. I mean the the world is crazy right now, yes, but like us per <laughs> the world is like coming to an end right now. Yeah, us <laughs> us, per, us personally, we're just a little. I feel like I don't know about Danny and Nick, but so like me, Danny, and Nick are we're empaths right nick doesn't seem like he is but he actually is and so a lot of real world stuff does drain on us but it's not just that we also feel like we're still recovering from like anatube even though that was two weeks ago yeah (laughs) not even two weeks ago that was like god wait let me look at a calendar hold on yeah that was the beginning of june that was the first weekend of june so yeah like three weeks ago probably was it the first week it was the, the first, first weekend week. of june yeah yeah so it was like th- close to three weeks yeah that's like oh my god yeah i don't know and then we just like we haven't been watching anime like we uh no <laughs> well i think danny has been a little uh, bit more than we no have. i have not actually oh I okay have not. <laughs> okay yeah no like we fucking just like you know so we're gonna use these two weeks to catch up on things and yeah, I don't know. We just—it's just nice to have a break once in a while. But you know, I—I I, I didn't want you guys to go without content, so I hope this is okay as a placeholder until we get. We back. didn't want you guys to have withdrawals. Withdrawals, anime like, summit withdrawals. Yeah. Which maybe <laughs> you know maybe you wouldn't have them, but you never know. I—I—I uh, I, I just like—I don't know. I like consistency. I like putting out content every week. Plus. I'm like one of my one of the moments where I'm the happiest. I discuss this with my therapist. One of the moments I'm the happiest is when I'm recording, and I've said that often. But like, yeah, it's I, a lot of fun. It is. It is. I almost want to start a whole another podcast just to like <laughs> be able to do it more. Like honestly, but anyway, what kind of podcast would you do? I don't know. I don't maybe. I don't know. So, like, okay, like, one of the AOQ episodes that you're going to hear coming up, I did with, um, I'll say an old... Don't spoil it. I won't spoil it, but it's it's somebody who I used to do another show with. And that was a lot of fun, doing that. It was like we talked about card games and um, tabletop games. And then when we came back for like season, like a new series, we did like, we it was named the same, but we talked about everything nerdy, like movies and comics and, you know, TV shows, everything, everything nerdy. But now I can kind of do that here. Mm-hmm. So like on the main yeah. on the main show, we talk about anime. That's our thing. But like on AOQ apps or Patron casts, solo casts, 
I can talk about nerdy stuff. Yeah, like outside anime stuff. So it's like, I don't know. Uh, like even now, like because this is an AOQ app, you and I can just talk about nerdy shit. That's fine. And we <laughs> like uh, you know we can justify it because it's an AOQ app. That's how that's how we justify it, right? Yeah. But if I were yeah. to do a whole another podcast, I probably wouldn't do it on nerdy stuff because now I can do that stuff here. Maybe I would do it like on. Maybe just movies. Ooh. Or maybe. Yeah. Or maybe graphic design stuff, but that would be a little too hard because I'm not, I'm not as, I'm not, I'm, I'm not that much in graphic design as much as other people. Right. There, Same there, here. there, yeah. there are better people suited for that. Like I've been a graphic designer for the last almost ten years, but I've never been in a setting where I've done a commercial stuff. And I right. feel like those people would be better suited to do that kind of podcast. But I don't, I would do, I, yeah, maybe I would do movies. Yeah. Just movies. I definitely, yeah, I would do movies too. But then that's giving me a whole nother layer of shit to watch. And I'd be, I'd be at the fucking, <laughs> I'd be at the fucking red box every weekend probably, you know? Yeah. But you don't always have to like be a critic for like new movies. You can always do like old movies too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or like you can do like a set like you like kung fu movies. So you can like just talk about kung fu movies. Like okay, that's a thing, right? Like you could probably do a whole podcast just on kung fu movies. Yeah. I just said that. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant you were saying just like once in a while on the movie. No. Part. Oh, okay, yeah. Like... No. Never mind. <laughs> but yeah no i could I would, I would have to watch way more but i've i do got like a huge log of them in my mind already do you like kung fu movies i enjoy watching them i i know i haven't like seen seen a whole bunch like you have but i have like i have seen a few yeah shout out so. to shout out to nate in the discord because i can talk to him about like those like obscure wuja films like the eight gates and uh the magnificent butcher or uh um fucking the the i like the ones where they're named like after a style or something and it's always something ridiculous like the 12 snake style <laughs> the 12 fist snake style of doom or whatever those are my favorite i love those ones but like I don't know what's okay. Okay, what's the, this is a, a better question. What's the last like martial arts film you watched? Ooh, um, oh, fuck. It was okay. Oh, hang on. Fuck. Danny's IMD being it right now. It was okay. It had Jean Claude Van Damme in it. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bloodsport. Was it Bloodsport? <laughs> Sport. Was it Wait, the one where he on. fights in a tournament? Hold on, hold on, hold on. There's like two movies like that technically that he's in. Three. Yes, in. it was Bloodsport. Okay, Bloodsport it's on Netflix. Bloodsport is really good. Here's why. <laughs> <laughs> it's that like quintessential '80s. Oh yeah, for sure. American for sure. martial arts film, like, and it's got the cheesy music, but the 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 actual the orchestrated music in it. 
not the songs they put in it from like bands and stuff, but like the actual uh, composed music that's in it is actually really good. But it's, I don't know, like <laughs> it's, it's a really, cult film. Yeah, too, like yeah. Um, and it was based on the actual life of Frank Dukes, which later they found that he was a fraud, <clears throat> and he actually didn't participate in the Kumite and all that shit. Um, well, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and duke's duke's caillou or whatever his like style is is just like not that different from actual like kyokugan karate which is a yeah a japanese northern northern japanese style but like it was really funny it, it, it was really funny to find that out he was actually an actual fraud but yeah no blood sport's really cool i like blood sport I like fucking chong lee chong lee dude played by bolo young which is like you know he's a He's a staple actor in those older martial arts films. That's not the first time that he fought him on screen, too. He fought him on screen in another movie. But anyway, you should watch fucking... Um... Okay, here, here's, here's a bigger question. Have you seen any martial arts films that weren't Hong Kong films or Chinese films? Like, have you seen any of the Thai ones? <sighs> like Ung Bak or The Protector? Mm-mm, no. Or Tom Yum Gung? No. Okay. You should... Hold on. I'm going to go on Netflix right now and see if Tom Young Gung's on there. Because that one... Real shit. That guy, Tony Ja... Tony Ja is the, the guy, okay? And okay. and he's been in some American films now. He's He was, like, in one of the Fast and Furious movies. Um, That guy... He fucking... Um, grew up close to my dad's town in thailand okay he, he's really cool um and ah oh man it's not on here but um it might be on that one asian film website that legal free streaming one but anyway that one's really good you should watch that so there you go there's my some <laughs> martial arts recommendation okay if we're gonna if we're gonna be fair what's a movie that i should watch recommend me one now Hmm. Hopefully I haven't seen it. Ooh. So Okay, so this is an old like this is old. This is like from the 50s. Okay. It's 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 Arsenic and Old Lace. Oh, I've seen the stage play. I haven't seen the movie. It has Cary Grant in it. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> very funny, very dark humor. Yes. And it pretty much <laughs> I actually watched this with my grandfather for the first time, like, before I moved down here. <clears throat> and, like, this was when he was, like, kind, like, he had his dementia, but it wasn't, like, as severe as it is now. Um, So, but, like, I really enjoyed this movie, especially with, like, the two old ladies in this. Because, like... What they're doing to, like, these men that they rent a room for is so not cool. And Cary Grant's expressions throughout the whole entire movie is just phenomenal. And I love it. I, you know, I need to watch more older films. Like, I've seen a lot of the... They're super cheesy, but, like... Right. I I don't know what it is about them. I I... I like them. 
I feel like, like, I feel like that's history right there, you know? Like, that's what, that's, that's what movies, like, how they evolve, really. Yeah. I've, so I've seen a lot of, um, I've seen a lot of the big name ones that people always talk about, like Casablanca and all them, you know what I mean? I haven't seen Casablanca or Gone with the Wind, and I actually have the DVD for Gone with the Wind, and I have yet to watch it. Dude, they're not that, they're not that hype. I mean, okay, so Casablanca, like, is pretty good. But, like, and then um, I've seen Citizen Kane, obviously. And then I've seen... I hate Citizen Kane. Oh, my God. Yeah. so fucking boring. It's so weird because it's, like, widely regarded as, like, the best film of all time. It's not. It's so weird. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, and and I've seen all the... I've seen most of the Universal Monster films, obviously, because I like horror films. Yeah. Um, And then I've seen, uh, you know, Breakfast at Tiffany's, and I've seen The Great Dictator. But a lot of the first. Have you seen any Marilyn Monroe movies? Uh, one, and I don't remember which one it is. Is my mom had it on VHS? It was when I was a kid. Can you describe what happened? Do you remember what happened? No, I can probably tell you. No, I know you could. Let me hold on. Let me let me IMDb. <laughs> let me IMDb it, dude. Because I remember what the cover looks like. Hold on. I that's another thing too is like a lot of people assume that I've seen a lot of Marilyn Monroe films because I really love um I really love Audrey Hepburn so like Danny mm. is like the Danny's the Marilyn Monroe girl and I'm the Audrey Hepburn <laughs> like I love Audrey Hepburn um the seven year itch that's like the big oh, one oh yeah that's that like the one's big pretty one. good yeah that yeah. one's good it's like a um, rom com it wasn't <clears throat> black and white it was colored I think right yeah it yeah. was colored um. Another good one for Marilyn is um, Some Like It Hot and um, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. I like that one, too. And then, oh, um, How to Marry a Millionaire is pretty good. Okay, How to Marry a Millionaire. My mom had that one, too. Yeah, she I had like She one. had a couple of VHSs of, 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 of this and of these, and I think that was one of them for sure. And it just had Marilyn on the front. It was like a generic made yeah, cover. Yeah. Like those VHS covers were Well, it had, well, cheap. How to Marry a Millionaire had, oh, hang on, here it is. It had like two it, other girls in it. It has, yeah, yeah. Marilyn is in the center. It had um, Marilyn, Betty Grable, and, and Lauren Bacall. See, I don't even know who them are. But Betty Grable? You don't know who Betty Grable is? No. I'm about to like fucking show you pictures. Oh, Sophia Betty Grable is like Betty Grable is like your classic pinup girl. See, the girl that I was pining after in those older films was Sophia Loren. Yeah. I love Sophia Loren. I think she's oh. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> She was, uh, and the first time I saw her was in a Zorro film, and I don't remember. It was like a, it was like a parody of Zorro. It wasn't like a, a Zorro movie. It was like a parody. Yeah. It was like a comedy. And then she was also, and then like the first movie I ever saw her in was actually when she was older, and it was uh, Grumpier Old Men, the sequel to Grumpy Old Men. Okay. And that's yeah, when yeah. I realized that she was like <clears throat> an actor back in the day, and that's when I went back and watched. Okay, so this is Betty Grable right here. Yeah. She's beautiful. Here's here's another one of her. She's very beautiful. A little bit more classic. 
I always love looking at younger photos of of like yeah <laughs> and I, I like Betty like older photos of Betty White oh my god Betty White in her younger years I mean I think she's I think she's beautiful now but like of course but like in her younger years like holy crap oh and Yvonne yeah. DiCarlo oh gosh. Yvonne DiCarlo because yeah. of the monsters I just like I'm I need I need the goth the goth queen <laughs> in my life no, dude, yeah, no. So my my thing is like I, I definitely need to watch more. Like I know I know some of these actors, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's like I should watch more of these if I if I say I like them so much. But like that's the only like Sophia Loren movie I watched when I was younger. Um, and she wasn't even in it that much. Um, but like there's there's other movies that she's in. Um, that she plays the the lead, and I'm like, damn, I gotta watch these, you know? Yeah. But. Yeah, dude, Sophia Loren, she's, she is something else. Let us know in the Discord if you got crushes on older celebrities. Let me know, because I'm curious. But yeah, Sophia Loren, <laughs> this Betty Grable person Jane Fonda, too. I want to watch, like, I want to watch, like, Barbarella. Barbarella, dude. Yeah. We should find some old school fucking <laughs> just weird ass... <laughs> like Barbarella sci-fi film and just watch it or watch Barbarella and then just be like what the fuck oh that's another thing too is I'm always talking like oh yeah you know Lon Chaney and um Bella Lugosi and all that right but I've never seen any other films they've been in I've only seen the horror movies they've been in <laughs> <laughs> I always I like I that's my thing, right? Like I, that's something I need to fix on myself. Is I always talk a lot of shit. Like, oh, look at me. I'm hipster Such sock. a hipster. I know I know <laughs> this person and then like I don't I've only seen like the two things or whatever. Such but, a hipster. But yeah, no, like I I would love to watch <clears throat> excuse me, more movies that they're in. For yeah. sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always like to to watch like the older films i i like to appreciate them yeah yeah oh snakes in a barrel that's another black and white one i watched Mm, i watched on tv and that was a weird one it was like about this woman who went to a mental rehab place and i forgot why she went there but like she just started experiencing more trauma in the place and it wasn't helpful at all and then they call it, it was called snakes in a barrel because that was like one of the the phrases or something she used mm-hmm. when describing her trauma or something like that it was something weird i don't know but like i thought that was a crazy film i was like what the fuck they made this in the 50s <laughs> what is this <laughs> also let's uh, let's talk about as long as we're talking about old movies right now let's talk about nick and why he sucks because oh like Okay, and, and I forgot this is like a, just like a couple episodes ago. We we're talking about Jaws. Oh, sh- the Shark Tank. The Shark oh, Tank. Oh, that's episode. right. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I've never seen that. I've never he seen never, Jaws. He's never seen Jaws. Like, what the fuck, man? I'm like, even if you're not into horror movies, people like, even if you're not into horror film, you should at least watch that. You know. I can't. Don't be Uncultured like that. Uncultured swine. Uncultured swine, right there. Don't be like that, Nick. Come on, dude. Okay, but no, listen. Let, let's let's talk about that. That movie is two hours long, by the way. What, Jaws? Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, it's super long. Um, for a horror film, it's it is like for a horror film back then, it's like a little right. Yeah, it's a little long. 
We're gonna need a bigger boat. I okay. Fucking so Steven Spielberg, man. Dana, 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 Dana. Um, let's talk about that for a minute, though. And tell me if you think this is weird. And 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 you listeners listening right now, tell me if you know somebody like this. But there, I do have a few friends that are like that. They don't listen to much music or watch a lot of movies. Or it's or it's one or the other, or it's both. Like I, I know this one guy, and I'm not going to name names. Um, but Nick, no, not Nick. No, <laughs> <laughs> he and, and you know what? It it's it seems like a common thing among certain types of nerdy groups. Um, which is really weird because a lot of nerdum is entertainment, which is so, which is, that's why it's weird to me. But, um, so it, this guy is a guy I used to play Pokemon cards with and he doesn't watch a lot of movies unless there are a certain thing. Like he'll watch Pokemon movies and stuff like that or whatever. But like, Okay, he doesn't listen to a lot of music. Anytime he talks about music, it's either about Taylor Swift or Lindsey Sterling. <laughs> he likes Taylor Swift and Lindsey Sterling. <laughs> which is like <laughs> which is like Taylor Swift, I could take it or leave it, all right? But Lindsey Sterling is really good. I get the, I love Lindsey Sterling. Is. Yeah. But like it's so that's so fucking weird to me. Because like in our friend group, you know, we'll talk about me and like two these two other guys. Well, we're we're into a lot of the same music, and I'll be like, "Yeah, dude, fucking that new, um, that new Dance Gavin Dance record was sick." Which, by the way, if you guys haven't heard it, it's called Afterburner by Dance Gavin Dance. <laughs> really good. They released it right at the start of the pandemic, so it was perfect. Um, you know, we, we'll be talking to him. He'll 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 just like crack jokes like, "Oh, Dance Gavin Dance, more like Pants Gavin Pants, huh?" <laughs> And it's like I can't help but feel that if you were more cultured, you wouldn't be talking some stupid shit. Like, right? Like, like get out of here, dude. And <laughs> and that's a bad example because he doesn't say stupid shit like that. But he he will interject with lame jokes like that, and then think it's funny because he he thinks he's trolling or whatever. And it's like, it which sometimes it kind of is. Other times it's kind of like, man, I really want to talk about music, and you interjecting like a butthole is like <laughs> like you're fucking it up, dude. Get out of here with like that's so weird to me, Danny. That's so people who don't watch movies or don't listen to a lot of music or don't watch a lot of movies. That's so weird to me. Like I don't know many nerdy people. I I don't know how people can do that. <clears throat> like just watch it. I don't understand how people cannot watch like music m- movies or even listen to music. Like, he just started playing, like, Final Fantasy games. Like, he's been into video games, certain video games, most of his life. But it's like, he just, like, got around to being, like, okay. Okay, he's really into Persona. He loves the Persona games. Okay. And for years, we've been telling him, like, dude, you should play this game, this game, this game, this game. And he's just getting around to doing it. It's like, what, what, what part of our recommendation before this... <clears throat> did was was there a problem when we were recommending this before there was you? a like, delay for him maybe it was <laughs> like, a delay it's <laughs> a like big delay okay fuck me i guess you know whatever i'll just never recommend anything to you ever again 
But like, <laughs> and, and you know, that's, I, I don't ever, I don't ever shame anyone for not, like when we were shaming Nick earlier for not watching Jaws, you know, right. we're, we're, we're mostly <laughs> kidding. But like when it comes Half down kidding. to <laughs> when it comes down to it though I still don't understand art and music and movies fuel a lot of things because they're made from fuel from real life. And it's just kind of like especially music man, music is good therapy for anybody. And I don't know yeah. how I don't know I don't want to meet the person whose life is so good that they don't need music. That person must be crazy. Like, I just, you know, I don't know. That's always so weird to me. Speaking of which, though. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm fucking. Are you going to sing us a song? <laughs> Remember that one scene in uh, Bruce Almighty with Steve Carell? <laughs> 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 Dude, he improvised that whole entire thing. I remember that's the first time that anybody saw Steve Carell for the other yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, who is, who is this guy? Yeah, no, Steve Carell's good. Have you seen him in some of the serious movies he's been in? Oh. Uh, okay, I gotta go to IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> there was that, there's this one Amazon original that just came out, like, last fall or something, where he plays a dad and his son is like a homeless addict. And the whole entire movie, he's just trying to get his son to like come home and let him help him. And I, I, I didn't watch it, but um, the one lady who plays uh, fuck, I gotta look it up. Uh, hold on, I'm trying to find. I'm trying Dan to... in real life. Dan in real life. Oh, okay, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um That was more of a comedy drama, but Amy Amy Ryan, the girl who plays Holly in The Office, was in that movie and it's called Beautiful Boy, the one with his son being an addict or whatever. But um what's the name of that fucking movie, dude? Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah. That fucking movie, dude. And Crazy Stupid Love. That's a rom-com but still like yeah drama. that one yeah it has a little bit drama in there i haven't seen beautiful boy though this was two years ago this was 2018 oh okay 2018 yeah no i haven't seen it either but it looked really good but yeah no crazy stupid love is the best rom-com ever it and is people can fight me on that because it actually had a good on, a good story had, and a good ending oh, yeah 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 it did i could watch that movie like anytime be better than the gap Dude, fucking uh, Ryan Gosling, best lines in that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Best lines and best expressions. When they go, I forget where, what store they were in. I think they were in a shoe store or something like that. And, and like Steve's character did something. And Ryan, Ryan just like stepped back with his sunglasses and just like, he just had like this smug face. Oh man. I got Oh, it was when he look. looked at it. It's when he looked at his shoes. That's right. And they were Skechers or something like that. <laughs> here like, it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Or New Balance. Yeah. There new- it is. There it is. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
like he's in disgust like yeah and then what he's, the fuck and then he's like i'm not gonna help yeah he walks out of there and he's like i'm not gonna help you anymore i'm done like <laughs> I love that whole montage because... Oh, it's so great. Here's another reason why that movie's great, okay? Because a lot of movies that we have gotten that were like teen teen rom-coms or rom-coms have always been about the woman getting a makeover. Like Princess Diaries or She's All That or whatever. Or Never Been Kissed. And then here we finally get a movie, and and please correct me if I'm wrong because I'm sure there's been plenty other movies where it's happened to men but for a while there it seemed like we were just getting ones where it was making over women and here's one where it's doing one for a man and we need more of that we need to see more men want to be fashionable and like want to look good want to look dress well yeah 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 and not that men have to, to to look good i'm just saying it's men there are men out there who care about their appearance it's not just women, you know what I mean? So like, and I'm, I hate it when men shame other men for that. It's like, dudes, men want, there are men out here who want to look fucking nice, dude. Like, yeah. And so this was a nice, this was nice to see. And like that whole montage is hilarious. Cause they're like going through all the different parts or whatever. And then there's that one part where he's like, you know, he's, he's making his points talking and it changes the scene and he's continuing his points. And then it goes to the part where they're in the sauna and then Steve Carell sitting on down on the bench, and Ryan Gosling is just like straight up naked in front of him. But the scene that the, the way the camera is angled is Steve Carell's head blocks his you know yeah. private, and he was like, he's just like continuing his point. He's just like, yeah, because you know when you go on a date, you know whatever. And he was like, could you please put on some clothes? And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, is this bothering you? And he's like, N-, he's just like, no, it's not. He's like, cow. My schmoz has been in your face for the last 10 minutes and it doesn't bother you. If it doesn't bother you, then we have another problem. <laughs> and then he goes, and then he goes, yes, it bothers me. And then he goes, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> then why'd you say anything? <laughs> <You're just> like... <laughs> this shit's so stupid. It's so fucking funny. I'm looking I'm looking it up now. Yeah. My schmaz has been in your face for the last five minutes. It doesn't bother you. We've got another problem. Oh, my God. Fucking. I just looked it up. I just looked it up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't. Oh, my God. Fucking David Linhagen, dude. Fucking David Linhagen. Hashtag. Hashtag fuck David Linhagen. Okay. Um, a bunch of attractive men in that movie and attractive women, if I do say so. <clears throat> Emma Stone, Julianne Moore is in it too. Julianne Moore is gorgeous. Yeah, she's very pretty, dude. She was, she was weirdly pretty in the Hunger Games. Like she had like this weird mystique about her in the Hunger Games. Those movies are crazy, dude. Those movies. Uh, are- yeah, I I I've seen them. I just like, I didn't get on the hype train. I didn't get on the... Okay, at the beginning of the Hunger Games hype train, I was talking a lot of shit. Because the actor, or the writer of the books, she was trying to write a story about fascism. And fucking dictatorship governments are bad and shit like that, right? Yeah, yeah. And she was trying to... It was more so focusing on that than the actual Hunger Games itself. 
using the Hunger Games as a platform to tell the story. And so at the beginning of that hype train, I was all comparing it to Battle Royale by, right. <clears throat> you know, by Kazuhiko. I forgot his name already. Mm-hmm. Um, which that book was written in the 70s, late 70s or, or 80s, something like that. And, I, you know, at the beginning of it, I was like, you know, okay, fuck off. Like, don't tell me that you're a fucking writer and you've never heard of Battle Royale. Like, don't fucking tell me that. You're, you clearly ripped it off. Fuck you. You know, I was being a hipster bitch about it. And and although the, the Battle Royale is also about an overreaching government and a strict government, it's also more so about how the older generation of people in government is the problem. Mm-hmm. And that's why they created the BR Act to put kids against each other and kill each other. Whereas the Hunger Games is more so the same thing, but in a future where we let... Fact check. Battle Royale came out in 1999. Okay, 99. Well, I was fucking way off. Anyway, still before Hunger Games, huh? Originally, oh, okay. So originally completed 1996. It was not published until 1999. Yeah, and the movie was like 2000. And... Yeah, the movie was 2000. Oh, okay. So like right after. And then there was a, a manga adaptation. And then there was a sequel movie to the movie, the first yeah. movie, yeah. which was a weird one. But um, whereas like the Hunger Games is more so like um, about how the people hold power. And I think like I think the second Battle Royale movie tried to illustrate that more so than the first movie slash book did. And maybe both writers had the same idea and had the same moral mm-hmm. in mind or lesson in mind or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but still very different. <laughs> so like, I actually appreciate the hunger games. Um, when you like read about like the nuances of like, like how Rue's death, Rue's death in the first book or first movie, spoiler alert. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Rue's death <laughs> in the first, um, movie or book is actually what incited everything it is what incited and inspired the rebellion and that's really important to know or whatever anyway Katniss Everdeen this has become a a Hunger Games podcast may the odds (laughs) forever be in your favor (laughs) I like how in the beginning of this we were we were all like oh maybe for another podcast I'd do a movie podcast and then all we've done and then we're talking about movies so I just talk about movies. Hey, we have not done, we have not done an AO on movies. So we have not. No. So that's pretty fun. So here we go. Here we are. We'll just call this AOQ. I think we're on number six now. AOQ five or six. Cinematography. Cinematography. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call it cinematography part one because we, we can do more of these. We can make it as mm. AO series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm cinematography oh, yeah. oh so then that means we can talk about lethal weapon <laughs> <laughs> can i can i tell can i tell the listeners can i tell yes, them about this yes. okay yeah. yes <laughs> here's the thing about lethal weapon dude <laughs> no okay no here's <laughs> go 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 okay so 
So, you know, Sam being Sam, right? I'm really into, like, buddy cop action movies, especially ones from the 80s and 90s. And Danny has known that about me for a while. And Danny is into some of them, too. You know, she's seen some of them, too. But she's never seen Lethal Weapon. And I'm like, okay, yeah, Mel Gibson's a piece of shit, but you got to watch these movies, right? (laughs) And so for some reason, out of nowhere... Danny just DMs me like at fucking I don't know like nine o'clock at night, maybe it was like eight or nine. So for it her, had it had to probably... have been like it, for me. It had to have been like maybe six o'clock. Okay, five. Yeah, so, it was, so it was a bit earlier because you yeah. had watched. Yeah, so I literally watched all three of them. She watched all three or four of them in one night or something. She like DMs me out of nowhere. She's like, "So I'm watching Lethal Weapon." I'm like, "Fuck yes." <laughs> I was so excited because, like, those mo- – I grew up watching – because, like, here's why – and here's another reason I love movies so much is because of my mom. She, like, had all these – she had this big VHS, like I was telling you earlier. She had all these VHSs, all these movies. One the one of the ways she learned English was <clears throat> going to the movies Um, when she was younger because in, in, in Mexico – they would have the movies in English, but with uh, Spanish subtitles. Mm-hmm. So she watched Rocky in the theater with Spanish subtitles. And like, so like, that's how, that's how she, that's one of the ways she learned English. Um, when she came here too, was like, she just kept buying movies after movies, after movies, after movies, whenever she had extra money, she would go to the store and she would just get a VHS. And then she just had this huge collection by the time I was, you know, born or whatever. So when I was a kid, you know, when I was four, five, six years old, we would watch all kinds of movies. She showed me those movies, like Lethal Weapon movies, when I was like five. And um, one thing she always pointed out to me, and this is how, like, this is why I got really into them. And she's like, just remember, this is all make-believe. It's all fake. You know what I mean? It's not real. Don't be scared of the blood or whatever, things like that. And she always said, my favorite movies are the ones where the good guy gets the bad guy. And I just, that's why I love buddy cop films, because the good guy always gets the bad guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what's cool about Lethal Weapon. You know, I, I fucking, they, they, they're goofy and they're stupid, you know what I mean? Like, and it's just like, it's really, it's campy in some ways, and then other ways it's really crazy, and there's like some the cool. First, the first one is super campy. Yeah. But it's good. Yeah, right. And it's just like, I don't know, man. I, I, I grew up watching those movies, so I really like uh, I like I like Beverly Hills Cop, you know, Eddie Murphy. Oh, Beverly Hills Cop is the best buddy cop film. Yeah. I love it. And, you know. Next I, I, to Lethal Weapon. Like, after I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> like, we got Rush Hour, like, in the late 90s, right? 99? Yeah. Rush Hour. Remember Rush Hour? Oh, man. It, not only was it a buddy cop film, it was somewhat of a martial arts film, and it was a Jackie Chan movie. Yeah. And it was yeah. just kind of like, I don't know, it had really dumb, funny jokes in it. Apparently, they're making a fourth one. I heard that, too. And yeah. apparently, they're making a fifth Lethal Weapon movie. Ugh. 
speaking I don't of, know how they would do that. Speaking though. of Chinese actors too, or Hong Kong actors, Jet Li's first American film was Lethal Weapon Four. That's the, right. You did villain. say that. Yeah, yeah he, you did say that. He was good in, in Lethal Weapon Four. I was. He was super crazy. Surprised. He, he was, was crazy. Scary. Dude. You know. You know. When I was watching Lethal Weapon Four, and because <clears throat> obviously, okay, like going from Lethal Weapon One to Four in one night. Like, you get attached to these characters, right? So, to see Mel Gibson's character, like, get beat up so bad, and, like, you start to get scared because you're like, oh, shit, like, he's fucking gonna kill him. Yeah, because in all the movies, like, you know, Mel Gibson's character is seen as, like, the badass who's, like, a he's, like, an ex-covert ops. He knows a lot of martial arts. He's pretty skilled at hand-to-hand combat, and then here he is getting his ass kicked by but, and like and like from and and I mean Mel Mel Brooks, uh, not Mel Brooks, what? Mel Brooks, Mel Gibson, <laughs> dude, Mel Brooks in a fucking buddy cop film. <laughs> Mel Brooks, dude. Mel Gibson, like in in the the first three, he like. His character would get the crap beat out of, and but like he would always like, he would always win in the end, like like in some cool way. Too, in like. some yeah, in some cool way. But in four, like there were numerous of times in like all the matches that he had with Jet Li's character, like he lost every he single time. He just got wrecked every time. Yeah. yeah, and he was like, "What the fuck is going on here? Like, is it because I'm getting old? Like, what is this shit?" Like what's going on? I love. He was scared. Like he was scared for his life. Like I. Like he was even questioning him. Like, will I be able to beat him? Which he was never scared in the first place because he had nothing right. to lose back then. But now, by the time this movie rolls around, he's got everything to lose. And it's really funny because, like, you know, every every Lethal Weapon film has like that one big climax fight or whatever, or <laughs> action scene. And in, at the end of Lethal Weapon Four, it makes it seem like it's not going to happen. But then it does happen. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah. he's like, I just want to know how he broke my gun. And then Murtaugh's <laughs> like, okay, let's go ask him. And he's like, God damn it. Like... <laughs> but yeah, for those of you who don't know Lethal Weapon, it's the famous line, it's just been revoked, is in that series. It's in the second movie. So if you've heard that like in Family Guy or other like South Park, it's from that movie. Because uh, the fucking South African guy... That was cool. In Lethal Weapon 2, they're dealing with, like, South African racism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Diplomatic immunity. (laughs) Yeah. That guy in real life actually has, like, a... That's, like, his actual accent, too. Yeah. I I really liked that that particular film. Lethal Weapon 2? Yeah. I actually liked that one a lot. It's crazy. That one was really crazy. And it, and it introduces Leo. Right, yeah. Whatever you need, Leo gets. <laughs> Joe Pesci, dude. Joe Pesci was amazing. That. Joe Cause Pesci. You, you've always seen Joe Pesci as like this kind of tough guy, right? And then you see him in Lethal Weapon 2 and 3. And he's like, hey, 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 come on. Uh, come on. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> they fuck you, they fuck you, they fuck you in the drive-thru. <laughs> Yeah, dude. No, honestly, like, if you want to just watch some, like, 
funny buddy cop films that actually has some crazy like dark serious parts in it i think it does a good blend those movies are pretty it does cool. those yeah. movies are pretty cool and and i i might be biased because i grew up around them and obviously like you know whatever i just like i just like old campy action like we were talking about blood sport earlier like that's definitely <laughs> one that's like up there in the campiness maybe even more so campy but like I don't know, maybe it's just Jean-Claude Van Damme because we make fun of him so much in, like, pop culture. We make fun of Jean-Claude Van Damme a lot. Especially the dance scene from Kickboxer, you know? The... Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, like, the dance oh, scene from Kickboxer. Movie. Which one? Jean-Claude Van Damme one? No, no, no. It has, so it has one of the... Um. The Wayne Brothers and Adam Sandler is in it. <clears throat> Wait, what? Hold on a second. I'm going to find it. You'll have to edit all this out. Where is it? No, nah, I can leave it. Let me look. Hold on, because I feel like I know what you're talking about. I know what you mean. How old is it? It's like Lee. <sighs> Dude, I feel like you're making shit up. I'm not. Oh, my God. I'm not. Why can't I find it? Oh, fuck. This is going to upset me. I'm going to find it. Bulletproof. There it is. Fucking Damon Waynes and Adam Sandler. Bulletproof? Yeah. I don't even see that on here. There it is. That's because I'm on Adam Sandler's Wikipedia. How come this isn't on his Wikipedia? I don't know. I was looking for it, but it wasn't on there. 1996? Wait a minute. What movie is this? I bet you now that you know the fucking... Okay, I know what this... I don't think I've ever seen this movie. Okay, when you click on his his filmograph, it's there. Oh, okay. Well, what the hell? Yeah, bulletproof. That's another buddy cop film. I'll put a, I'll put a, I'll put a, <clears throat> I'll put a Jeopardy sound effect in the middle of that. There, <laughs> that way we can just skip right to this part. So you don't have to hear oh us clicking god. through everything. I know. Oh gosh, that was like the <laughs> longest, the longest minute ever. Not even minute. Maybe like ten minutes. <laughs> Looking for that shit. <laughs> meanwhile, peop- meanwhile, people like who are listening to this, they're like, "It's bulletproof! It's bulletproof!" <laughs> yeah, dude. No, like, um, you know what? I really love Jim Carrey in uh, Kick-Ass Two. You know, you are absolutely right. He was yeah, awesome I've in only that movie. S- I've only seen that. I've only seen Kick-Ass Two one time. Yeah, and I t- I barely remember it, but I do remember seeing that he was going to be in it. <clears throat> he played and, Colonel Stars and Stripes. Yeah, and he, yeah, he played it really well. I um, also really want to see uh, Sonic. Oh God, yes, you have like, to watch it, dude. <clears throat> I really want to see it. When does that come out? I'm going to buy the Blu-ray of that, dude. When does that come out? Is it already out? 
I don't, I don't know. Sonic the Hedgehog. Here we go. Uh, release date. Nope, that's the theatrical release date. March 2020. The digital version was released March 31st. And Blu-ray. It is on Blu-ray now. Okay. I just clicked uh, on on the IMDb. I am imbed. The imbed. A fucking ad came up. <clears throat> yeah, Jim I need to Carrey, see this. Okay, I'm not gonna lie to you. And you got just just be ready for this because like and I've said this to you before. It I is marked. It is marketed to to family kids kind of. Oh, of course, yeah. But doubt. but Jim Carrey steals that fucking shit. I believe it. There's some lines that he has in it where it's like, okay, that's a little cheesy. But obviously because it's a kid's movie. But, like, he, like, legit, like, throughout the whole movie. Yeah. He's just so funny in it. You know what I've seen recently? What? Onward. Oh, dude, I gotta watch Onward. It's so good. I, I, like, fucking teared up a little bit. Dude, it reminds me of Full Metal Alchemist, not gonna lie. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Two brothers trying to bring their their parent back. Their parent back, yeah. 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 Low key fucking f- full metal alchemist. <laughs> <clears throat> What's the next Pixar movie they're doing? I know they announced it. I just don't remember what it fucking is. Uh Oh, Soul. <gasps> yes, I want to see Soul. I want to yeah, see they, that. Yeah, they there's a teaser that came out for this, but then like Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. This one looks really good. This one looks amazing. Fucking amazing, dude. Um, yeah, dude. I Did you ever watch Toy Story 4? I did. Was it dumb? <sighs> I almost kind of want to just read what happens. Because I just <clears throat> feel like they, 3 ended so well. Like, why would you? Yeah. Toy Story 3 ended Honestly, really well. Honestly, Toy Story 4 really made me sad. Damn, really? Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, like, it really made, like, and not like a happy sad, like, oh, that was such a good ending. It made me, it gave me the feels. Like, no, like, Toy Story 4, like, literally shattered my my heart and, like, made me sad. Because Eagle from Project Manga Podcast, like, we're friends on Facebook, and he, like, posted a a status. He was like, man, I just watched Toy Story 4, and that shit, like, made me cry for real, for real. <laughs> yeah, like, it makes you sad. It really does make you sad. Is it on Disney Plus right now? I'm going to see. Yes, it is. Maybe I should just watch it. Oh, my God. Okay, you need to be mentally prepared. Like, I'm telling you. Because... <clears throat> Oh, man. Just thinking about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> the events that happen, it makes me think of when the first time I watched Toy Story 4. I mean, uh, Toy Story 1, like the first one. Aww. Like when I was a kid. Like, that's how, like, heartbreaking it made me think. So. Damn. Be You've been warned. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it is on here. Dude, um, 
as long as we're talking about it, what is your top like three Pixar? Oh, okay. Hold on a second. I need to. I need to look. <clears throat> I need to look at the. Uh, the catalog. The catalog. Okay, because I'll tell you mine. Okay, tell me yours. Bottom three, all the Cars movies, because they're terrible. Fuck Cars. <laughs> Stupid movies. <laughs> I hate them so much. <sighs> and this is me saying this without having seen Toy Story 4 onward yet. Or Incredibles 2. I still haven't seen Incredibles 2 yet. Um, but I, I guess I'm not really worried about Incredibles 2. Um, it is my top three, starting at number three. Is Wally? Oh, I love Wally. Ratatouille at number two. That's a good one. And Coco at number one. Coco. I and Coco. And Coco, for me, as a Hispanic person, it was really important to me that people understood what Dia de los Muertos was about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And. Pixar did a really good job at bringing um, Hispanic people on to talk about it and give them insight on it and things like that. And so representation like that is really important to me. And I think that should be important to anybody. Right. And so, like, to see it, and to show people that, you know, the sugar skull that's tattooed on my arm is not just a sugar skull or a candy skull. It's not a fashion for you. I got this tattoo on me because it's my culture. And I got a ruby tattooed on it because the ruby's my birthstone. So, like, I got it for life and death, right? So, like, that to me is important. Obviously, like, if you want to get a, a, a sugar skull tattooed on you... I'm not going to fucking sit here and call you a racist or whatever, you know, whatever. If you want to get a tattoo or a poser, I'll probably call you a poser. But like, you know, um, I I just think it's important to like, like, I'm not going to get offended if you get one. Okay, I'm just saying, like, I think it's important that people know the culture. And obviously, if you go to Mexico and you celebrate it with them, they're not going to fucking care. They're going to want you there. They're going to want they're going to give you food. They're going to want you to celebrate with them and share the culture and things like that. And I'm all for that. I just thought it was really important that people know where it comes from. And so Coco did that for me without me having to say anything. And that's why representation and cultural representation is important. Because then we have these movies where we can tell people, hey, just go watch this movie. Because you'll learn something and have a good time. Especially since it's a Pixar movie. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And and I fucking just love the characters and the song and the music in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the music is so good. It's it's so good. And like when I when I watched Coco for I put Coco on hold for a really long time, um, because I wanted to be ready. I knew I wanted to watch it the minute you know I saw like the poster for it and and everything. Um, I knew I wanted to watch it, but I. I, I was waiting for the right moment and maybe like four months ago, that's when I, I decided to watch it. And. Right. Oh. 
And they so also good. they also not go into like the culture of the other los muertos, but also like they go into like the the meaning and culture behind the the howl in mariachi music. You know mm-hmm. the hi yeah. hi hi. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I just love that. I fucking love it, dude. Because I grew up listening to that music too, because my mom obviously. But like, yeah, man. And ratatouille, just because like, I don't know why fucking I love ratatouille. Yeah, it's it's food and it's a cute. <laughs> they make a rat look cute, you know. Like, how do you make a rat look? You know, I think rats are cute. I think all animals are cute anyway. But, and then Wally, just because to have a main character that has barely any dialogue and to tell a story with it, like it's that, Angel's Egg with robots. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. But obviously, like you know, oh, it's really hard too because sometimes I go back and forth between. Wally and Monsters Inc. Yeah, but. so so mine is oh, yeah, I'm looking cool. at the list and it's really hard for me right now because I like a lot of them. Right. Um Man, this is hard. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay. Number three is A Bug's Life. Oh, yeah. Like. That is also another one that had a really good message in it. Yeah. And A Bug's Life. I would have to say A Bug's Life is is quite an underrated Pixar film. People forgot about it real quick. Yeah. It was it was like it was super relevant when it came out. Yeah. Because you know why? Because so. Pixar's first film is Toy Story, which came out in 1995. Yep. Then, then 1998 com- comes and they they release A Bug's Life. A year later, they release Toy Story 2. Yeah. So A Bug's Life didn't really have enough, like, of an impact. Like they didn't. It didn't have time to like shine, you know, as much as uh, Toy Story did. Yep. So. But when I was a kid, I really i I had both Toy Story and A Bug's Life in my in my um, VHS collection, and I would I would always wa- I could always watch A Bug's Life over and over again. Yeah. So. But very, very important message in A Bug's Life about that the people hold power. Right. Yeah. Ugh. In this case, the ants. Right. Yeah. Not only that, a bug's life had a, had competition with ants. Yeah, that was fucking goofy. <laughs> I hated that movie. By the way, I thought that movie was honestly. Stupid. I low key kind of liked it. I enjoyed that one too. It's fucking weird. <laughs> the only it's thing fucking... I remember from that movie, other than the fucking guts flying everywhere from the war part. Was That's the part right. where the part where he tries to eat the the sandwich, but it's in plastic wrap? And he's like, "It's some kind of force field." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking goofy ass movie. Okay, what's your number two? Then? Oh, okay. So number two is really hard. Oh, man, fuck! God damn it! It's so hard, cause, cause, ha! Finding Nemo, Finding Dory. Yeah, uh, uh, no, fuck Finding Dory. 
Damn. I didn't like Finding Dory. I'm sorry. I did not like it. It 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 didn't. Ugh. Finding Nemo was so much better than Finding Dory. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like when they made Finding Dory, they didn't put enough soul like they did with Finding Nemo. Yeah. It's like, like they made they, it just to make it kind of. Yeah, like there wasn't, I just didn't, I didn't care for it. Um, But Finding Nemo is really good. So what's your number two? <laughs> I don't know, because I like Wally as well. Wally is my favorite, along with Monsters, Inc. There's, see, there's so many good ones. Monsters uh, Inc. Man, the ending gets me in tears. The ending gets me so hard, and I want them. See, okay, Monsters Inc. is the one thing that I want them to make a sequel of. Leia, yeah, they like, they did they did fucking Monster University, but that's like that's a prequel. I want them to do a sequel. I Monsters- want them. I want them to do like events after Sully goes through Boo's door. I want it to be like Boo is like 13, 14, and she's starting to lose her imagination or something. So she like tries to like go back and look for Sully. And it like the movie's like in two parts, right? Where it's like on the monster side and then on the human side. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that. But like Monsters University didn't hit very hard, but it was it super funny. It was really funny. It had a lot of moments. That were really funny. Yeah. Um. But okay. Yeah. I think. I think my the number two slot is going to be Finding Nemo. Okay. For me, yeah. And then number one. And then number one is Coco. Yeah. Yeah, I really <laughs> liked Coco a lot. I. Like. I can't I can't really relate on the Hispanic side, but I can definitely relate on the family part aspect of it. Yeah. And yeah. and like the whole thing. Oh yeah, that movie is yeah, even though it's like centered on a Hispanic Hispanic setting, culture. It's still yeah. for like you can the, the the feeling of family is really important. Yeah. Especially like because the main character you know, this is family that he didn't really know or meet. And he still made the connections with them. Right. And that's, like, really important. Plus, like, I just love the music in it. Yeah. Like. Remember <sighs> me. I cry every time, dude. Every time. Every fucking time. Little boy. The little boy who played uh, Miguel. Yeah. He, like. Oh. And also. They they dubbed it in Spanish at the same time they did the regular voice they work. They did, yes. They and that's did. really fucking cool. And if you watch it in Spanish, um, it's so much better. It it lines <laughs> it actually lines up really well. Like almost they they almost animated it in a way where I don't know. It just it just works. It works both ways. It's perfect. And as I as have it should. To watch it. Because it's an American production, obviously, but like, right. you know, it, they still made it so like, okay, we want to be able to dub this in Spanish as well, because it's a Spanish film, which is dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, I like Coco a lot. It was so good. I so cried. Good. So good. I remember 
that was like because me and my mom we bond over movies and like i remember when coco came out we were just sharing stuff with each other on facebook all the time about it like coco (laughs) here's the full trailer for it mira yeah dude i okay here's here's one more question your favorite disney animated 3d animated disney movie that's not pixar moana okay i still haven't seen moana i fucked up (sighs) But I keep hearing the comparison that Moana is better than like, better than Tangled and Frozen and. I, I love Tangled, like. The yeah, songs, the songs in Tangled is so good, and I fucking love Mandy Moore. Like she, she, she kills fits. it. She kills it. She fits Rapunzel's, uh, personality, and I love that. But Moana. I, there are no words for Moana. Like, Moana is, is, um, a stepping stone for the new generation. And I, I just, yeah, I just love it. Um, you know, and it has such a great message and, like, not only that, but it, 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 revolves around a grandmother and i lost my grandmother and i was really close with her so that scene with moana's grandmother kind of like hit hit home for me yeah so and it's just it's amazing and dwayne dwayne johnson does a good job as fucking maui (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this is another film where they had a you know, cultural representation of um Yeah. Uh, you know, to just uh, not just Islanders. like having a fucking white person play Moana right. like they did <laughs> right. in the past. Right. Um and showing another culture through film, which I don't know if they had um you know, uh Samoan or Maoan consultants on it. But like uh, you know, still, um, yeah. No, I gotta watch that one. I'm 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 ignorant as fuck, dude. I gotta watch it. Yeah, you are. I also like Wreck It Ralph, and I recently watched. I'm wreck this, it. <laughs> and I recently watched the sequel. Okay, Ralph how's the sequel? Because I haven't seen I haven't seen the sequel. I liked. I actually really enjoyed the sequel. It it had a. It had a cute ending. My whole thing about Wreck-It Ralph is that I thought there was going to be a shit ton of video game references in it, and there wasn't that many. Mm-mm. But I do have to say that seeing Bowser and Zangief... Zangief and, and Bison. Yeah, and, you know, like... <laughs> oh, man, Sonic what's the guy from, from, um, from Mortal Kombat with the fucking laser eye? Oh, Kano. Yeah, he was yeah. in there too. He was yeah. he was in that group. Just because you are a bad guy doesn't mean you are a bad guy. Good bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> that was always my favorite thing though. I for when that movie was coming out, all I did for like 2 months to annoy Trisha was go walk around the house just randomly go, "I'm going to wreck it." <laughs> She'd be like washing the dishes. She'd be like, "No, you're not." <laughs> She's like, babe, you want to do it? I'm going to wreck it. 
Nah, dude. My favorite is Big Hero 6. Oh, yes. Big yes. Hero 6 is so good. Yes, Big Hero 6, without a doubt. Yes. 20 Big- out of 10. 20 out of 10. 20 out of 10. That... And they put, they put a bunch of them in Kingdom Hearts 3, too. They put Big Hero 6, Tangle, oh, yeah. Frozen, and then they had two Pixar films in there. Mm-hmm. They had Monsters, Inc. And Toy Story. And Toy Story. Well, they had Toy Story in, in the second one. They did not. In the second one, they basically had all the same worlds as the first one, plus they had Tron. That's and... what it was. Tron. No Which really. reminds me, Tron Legacy was actually a cool sequel. People were just sipping on Haterade. It was. It had some campy dialogue in it, but it was cool. Cool Fuck graphics. Off, cool cool graphics. graphics. And plus Daft Punk doing the whole yeah, soundtrack. The, the sound, yeah, the soundtrack. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> Movie was sick. Anyway, I think this is a good point to end. Okay, so here's the cinematography <laughs> part one. Hope you like it. <laughs> Oh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna put cinematography, cinematography episode one, but use the Roman numeral like in Star Wars. Oh yeah, okay. So then it'll be cinematography episode two. Word. It'll be like Roman. Yeah, well, that's how we're gonna do it. There we go. All right, next time we have to get shocking in on this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Also, Avatar sucks. <laughs> Wait, which Avatar? The one by James Camry. Oh. <laughs> He's taking fucking forever to make a sequel. I've been talking about that on the newscast. Like, oh, yeah, we got set photos, I guess. (laughs) 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 Fucking James Cameron, dude. Shut the fuck up. God. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed these uh, AOQs, and I hope you guys enjoyed uh, Cinematography Part 1. We love you guys, and uh, thanks for listening every week. And for those of you people who are... DMing me and kind of noticing that I've been having a tough time. I really appreciate your support. Sometimes, for some reason, I'm and I'm working on this with uh, my doctors and stuff. Sometimes all I can focus on is like the bullshit and the you know, and it takes me out of it sometimes. So I'm really glad that I have Nick and Danny and you guys to keep me grounded and keep me humble and keep me viewing all the love and support <laughs> that I get. So I really appreciate that. Um. But yeah, if you guys have any more ideas for AOQ episodes, even after our week break, you know, I want to record more of these anyway. So, yeah, let me know. Also, give me and Danny more ideas for uh, solo casts for patrons. Yeah. For patrons. I actually need to do one. I have an idea already. I just have to do it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Anyway, we love and you guys. And we fucking need to, honestly, we need to fucking get Nick to do his. Nick. He hasn't done his yet. Nickelodeon portrait of a Nick on fire anyway we love you guys very much oh you know what here's what you guys need to do is you need to just in the you patrons in the patron channel just just tag Nick and suggest some solo cast and that'll make him do it hopefully just badger him constantly badger 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 badger. (laughs) anyway we love you guys very much thank you for listening I hope you guys enjoy this extra content while we're on break and uh, we'll see you next time. That being said, I've been Sam, and that's Danny, and this has been the Anime Cinematography Podcast. <laughs> Cinematography. Cinematography. <laughs>